Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint Scripture Poetry Podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is John chapters 14 through 17. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by Jesus' words to his disciples, preparing them for his death as recorded in John chapter 16. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. Transition Duration is relative. I tell you this as forewarning, so you don't stumble. When you are gripped by labor, time grinds on brittle gears. A little while spins into eternity. Husband hovers over, Ministers count by count, until, on brim of insanity, you cry out in despair, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Look at me, he says, you can do this. Breathe, breathe, breathe as heartbeats thump, rush and flow of blood pumps in your ears until it is finished. You soon forget how close to death you felt, Joyful now that someone new is born into this old, old world. A few words about the inspiration for this poem. It seems like every new generation tends to have an apocalyptic mindset. Every age seems to think it's the last one before the end of the world because just look, things are terrible. And Revelation has said that when things get terrible, Jesus will be coming again soon. To quote a running joke in the series, The Chosen, Jesus says to Peter, ah, there's that word soon. It's the most imprecise thing in the world. If Jesus had told his disciples, I am not returning for thousands of years, they probably would have felt terribly discouraged. And during the restoration, if he had told Joseph Smith, you're, you're going to be murdered for doing what I ask, and Zion isn't going to be established in quite the way you think it will or in quite the same place, Joseph also would probably have felt discouraged. Perhaps soon isn't imprecise simply because time is different for God, but also because he knows that full knowledge of how long things take and how hard they would be would crush our tender faith before it had a chance to grow. In John chapter 16, Jesus is much franker with his disciples about how hard things are going to get, but he seems to be warning them so that when the bad things happen, they'll know not to lose faith. He also warns them that he will be gone for what he terms as a little while. They don't understand what he means by a little while, so he compares it to the labor a woman experiences before giving birth. If you've ever gone through labor, you understand how time can expand because of the pain and the effort. It seems to take forever, and it can take hours and even days. Yet in retrospect, after the child is born and you're relieved from all that pain, time shrinks and may even seem like the labor was shorter than it actually was. Jesus seems to be saying to them that soon is a relative term that is affected not just by lengths of time, but by emotional states. And by bringing in the metaphor of a woman in labor, he's telling them that pain and hard work is a necessary part of bringing something new and good into the world. It's not just going to happen magically. 
Another thing this chapter makes me think of is how the kingdom of heaven that Jesus instituted was nothing like what the disciples expected, even though the children of Israel had received many prophecies about it over millennia. If they didn't understand how those prophecies would be fulfilled after all that time and all the study, there are probably things that I don't understand about how future prophecies are going to be fulfilled. It's entirely possible that many of my ideas about the last days are just folk interpretations or personal ideas that I've assumed without really thinking about it. These words from Joseph Smith reported in the History of the Church from April 7th, 1844, describe how little we know even in this life about the principles of the gospel. He said, When you climb up a ladder, you must begin at the bottom and ascend step by step until you arrive at the top, and so it is with the principles of the gospel. You must begin with the first and go on until you learn all the principles of exaltation. But it will be a great while after you have passed through the veil before you will have learned them. It is not all to be comprehended in this world. It will be a great work to learn our salvation and exaltation even beyond the grave. On another subject, um, a couple of years ago, I was invited to appear on an episode of BYU TV's Come Follow Up. My friend James Goldberg recommended me as a poet who could talk about the Psalms of the Old Testament. It was a really cool experience. I have never done anything like that before. I doubt I will again. There are not many opportunities for a poet to be on TV, but it was fun having my makeup done and my hair done and my wardrobe picked out for me. I was really impressed by the professionalism and kindness of the cast and crew. Many of them were BYU students and were acting just like they had done this their whole lives. As we discussed various psalms during the recording, I shared this poem because of the center couplet. It's a quote from Psalm 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Jesus himself quoted those words while he was on the cross, and I remember distinctly a particularly difficult labor that I went through with my first child, where I had a similar reaction to the pain that I was enduring and felt that I could just not go on. I said to my husband, I can't do this anymore. And he made me look directly at him and told me that, yes, I could do this and that I would. He couldn't take that pain away from me, but he did stay with me and provide emotional support at that critical time. And that experience inspired the central part of this poem. The Come Follow Up episodes are available via the BYU TV app, or you can listen to them as podcast episodes. My episode aired on August 14th. 2022. I will include a link in the show notes. And if you're interested in listening to my part of the episode, it's in the second half during the segment called footnotes. Now I'll read the poem for you again. Transition. Duration is relative. I tell you this as forewarning so you don't stumble. When you are gripped by labor, time grinds on brittle gears A little while spins into eternity. Husband hovers over, ministers count by count, until on brim of insanity you cry out in despair, 
My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Look at me, he says. You can do this. Breathe, breathe, breathe as heartbeats thump. Rush and flow of blood pumps in your ears until it is finished. You soon forget how close to death you felt, joyful now that someone new is born into this old, old world. That's all for today. If you are following along in your copy of Grace Like Water, you may notice that I wrote a second poem for this week titled, To Know Thee. I'm finding that my schedule will probably not allow for discussing these extra poems, but when they come up, I will continue to note them for your information. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash latterdaysaintpoetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E-Rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes along with a link to the Come Follow Up episode I mentioned earlier. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.